Hello and welcome back to the TTP, Tatani Talks Parsha, the year where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We're here in Sefer Bamidbar, in the book of Bamidbar. We are here in the Parsha of Shalach. The Jews are wandering in the desert. They know that the end goal is to end up in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, our wonderful home, our wonderful land. And the Jews, they, they ask Moshe, and really Moshe sends out the spies with really his idea and the Jewish people's idea. How do we know that, by the way? Because in Devarim, Hashem, when he speaks to Moshe, Moshe speaks to the people. Moshe talks about how you wanted the spies. Hashem was ready to give you the land. You didn't need it to be spied out. And even in the words of the Parsha, oftentimes we look at the beginning of the Parsha, we look at the first few words, and it says, <laughs> excuse me, still having those allergy situation. In the beginning of the Parsha, it says, Shalach Lecha, send for yourselves. What does that mean, send for yourselves? Hashem is saying, Moshe is saying, we're allowed to have this land without needing any reconnaissance, without needing any spying, without needing anyone to go seek it out. Hashem is ready to give it to us, but the fact that you need this, send for yourselves. Hashem is telling Moshe, you could send for yourselves because you want this, the Jewish people want this, not what I want, not what I'm telling you. I know the land is good. You should know the land is good, but you're choosing to do it for yourselves. Send for yourselves the spies. Of course, we know the tragic end. They go and they peruse the land for 40 days. They go up and down, right and left. They see the the the, the Nephilim. They see the, the giants, if you will, of the people in the land, and they see how there was so much death in the land, and they misinterpreted, Rashi and the commenters point out that Hashem did a chesed for them. Hashem did a beautiful thing for them where they were busy bearing their own debts. They wouldn't notice the spies. They wouldn't see the spies. Yet, in this situation, and oftentimes in life, unfortunately, we look at a situation, we interpret it for the negative. When we're supposed to interpret it for the good, we're supposed to be done the kavzchus. Here the spies, the 12 spies go throughout the land. Ten of them come back with terrible reports saying there's this land, it devours its inhabitants. All these people are dying. Look at this massive, massive fruit. How, how gigantic. It's not normal to have such big fruit. Again, looking at it the wrong way. If you would have seen how generous Hashem is with the fruit in the land that He makes an abundance of beautiful, huge fruit. Delicious, luscious looking fruit. Beautiful, beautiful things that Hashem makes. Looking at it in the wrong way. And that's our first lesson to really learn from the Parsha in life. When different situations abound, when different things happen and Hashem sends different things, you can interpret things in different ways. You should be interpreting it in the right way, in the good way. Being done the kavzchus, you're supposed to interpret things towards the side of the benefit, giving the benefit of the doubt. If you choose to look at things in a negative way, if you choose to see things in a negative way, it'll always be possible to be seen in the wrong way. We're supposed to try to see things in the right way. We're supposed to interpret things in the right way. Try to see a situation in the right way. And another way to think about looking at the word shalach lecha in our lives. What do we want to send forth into the world? What do we want to send forth into the universe? What do we want to send out that will be our lasting legacy? That will be our lasting impression, our lasting footprint in the world. A person should be Zoha for 120 years, but what do they leave behind? Not talking about biological progeny, physical progeny of children. We should all be Zoha to have children lasting and living happily and healthy and safe on Mev Shana for many generations and people having their Zivug and their children. 
But that's not what I'm mentioning. I'm talking about you yourself. Besides for physical, biological, people leaving behind, what is the legacy? What do you send forth? What do you accomplish? What do you leave behind in this world? People that write books. People that write things. People that create things and build things. And people that speak things. And people that get things done and accomplish things and make missions and make things. These are things that they're sending forth for themselves, that they're sending forth into the world, that they're getting accomplished and leaving behind. We want to have a lasting impression. Hashem says, you send for yourself the spies, and we should ask ourselves, what do we send forth for ourselves in this world? Of 120 years, what are you leaving behind? You can't leave behind materialism. That doesn't really work. Yes, you can, you can do this and do that. Yes, you can build Bate Midrashia, Bate Knesset. You could donate wings to schools and hospitals. Those are great things. But building a mansion for yourself that is just a hollow shell, building a house for yourself, buying cars or, and, uh, and a, a Maserati and a this and a that for yourself, this and that, a Lamborghini, that is not something to send forth for yourself to leave behind. That doesn't have any lasting impression. That doesn't have any lasting legacy. That doesn't have any real lasting effect. We need to send forth for ourselves real spiritual things that we could leave behind. The world stands on three things and the world is built on three things. The world continues on three things. And one of those things involved is chesed. So when you leave behind a life of chesed, a legacy of chesed, a legacy of Torah and mitzvahs, that's what really stands. That's what really can stand in existence. That really is something that should be sending forth from your life. You leave behind a life of a life well spent, well done, being involved in Torah adventures, being involved in Torah aspects. Someone who wrote a column every week for the Jewish press, you think about Rabbi Tzinyongres, who wrote so many things, had started Hineni, did beautiful, beautiful things in this world. We see it every week. You think about different authors. I remember one, even the column I used to read when I was younger, I remember one of Arnold Fine talking about the times, the simpler times. You see his column, that's something that he wrote every week. Thinking about people that write books, leaving books. Rabbi Torsky wrote over 80 books, I believe. What a beautiful legacy he left behind. Rabbi Sachs, beautiful, beautiful works he left behind. The, the rabbi in our community, Rabbi Kelmer, beautiful, beautiful divrei Torah, beautiful things and, and lasting adventures and lasting expenditures and lasting mitzvahs he was involved in, different things that he partook of and wrote. These are beautiful things to leave behind. You think about all the commentators, all the mefarshim. We don't remember what building they la- they lived in or, or different physical things, but all the sfarim, the beautiful sfarim that they published that we have with us, that in every chumash, we have Uncleus. In every Chumash, we have Rashi. In every Talmud, we see the Tosfos. We see the Rashi. What a beautiful, lasting legacy that they set forth for themselves. We look at the spies. They had the idea. They had the ability to be involved in a reconnaissance mission, which is not something that Hashem asked them to do. Hashem allowed them. Hashem sanctioned that they were allowed to do, but not something that He asked them to do to begin with in the first place. So you're going on a mission. You're going in the land. What is going to be your lasting impression? What are you sending forth for yourself? Only Kalev ben Yifuna and Yeshua ben Nun were able to stand up and see the good. 
see the rightness, see what was supposed to come. And they are the only two from that entire generation that was able to go into the land. Everyone else, the children had to grow up, but that adult generation died out over 40 years. Every Tishabam they would lay in the grave, the commentators explained, very sad, and they would, and whoever wouldn't make it wouldn't make it that year, and until the final year, they would lie down in Tishabam, and then every day, every day, they would go back and lie down, see who wouldn't make it, and I'm not explaining the story exactly as well as possible, but by Tubishva, when people didn't die, and that generation realized that the decree of the Midbar, of all the people from the spies' error, and from that generation's error stopped, that was a huge simcha on Tubav. One of the many different reasons we celebrate Tubav, but every year there would be more people dying until the whole generation died out. The only people that made it were Yoshua bin Nun and Kali bin Yifrida because they stood up. They realized what to really send forth in their life. They stood up and understood that the land was great. The land was good. It is a good, good land. A land flowing with milk and honey and, and dates and pomegranates and wheat and barley. Beautiful stuff in the land. When we're given the land of the life, of the living of 120 years, we should be Zolcha. What are we sending forth for ourselves? What positive messages, what words, what actions are we sending into the world? Are we doing with our days? What do you do with your days? For 30, 40 years, a person can work, and hopefully you're involved in work that's incumbent upon mitzvahs and chesed and Torah. Hopefully you're doing work that actually helps people and inspires people and uplifts people. And if you have such a thing, wonderful. But even if it doesn't have direct correlation to Torah, mitzvahs and chesed, you could still make yourself, send forth yourself in the work atmosphere to be a good upstanding Jew, to be Shem shemaim, to walk around with your kippah and show that you're an honest person. You're a good person. You're a person that's fair and good to their workers and a person that's good to their co-workers and good to their bosses or good to their underlings, whatever station you may have in life. Because when you send forth for yourself, you should be sending forth positive messages and mitzvahs and chesed as much as you can. And when you think about aside from work and aside from dealing with your spouses and your children, which of course should be in a good chesed Torah mitzvahs way, what are you sending forth on the side? Do you have any hobbies? Do you have any capabilities, any qualities that you could contribute? What do you do in your life? What will be that you leave behind? Think of all the Jewish authors, all the Jewish novels out there, books that stand for time for many years. So you can't be a, a posek. So you you can't be a sofer, you can't be a mefarish, it's okay. Are you a writer? Can you write articles? Can you write magazines? Can you write books? That's a lasting legacy that stands behind you. We were Zoha recently for my wife to be published in Aish. Why We Let Our Kids Draw on the Walls is her article. It is fantastic. It's wonderful. Now it's up there on the site and hopefully it's there for the end of time. How amazing to be able to write something and publish something and have it there to be one of your lasting legacies. One of the many things I try to be involved in are the podcasts and the radio show. So every recording that I do, I try to record and put it up into the universe, into cyberspace, and let it stay for years and generations after. I should be Zoha. We should all be Zoha to live 120 years. Well, what happens after the 120 years? Where do all those recordings go? Hopefully they step in the archives, then it can be a lasting legacy for me and all of those around us. I want to write a column, a craft column. I want to submit my, my Jewish book idea for the characters and the items to find. If it goes through and it's published and it's printed, that too also is on the paper, could be a lasting legacy. What can we do to send forth for ourselves? What can we do to establish something in the world? Even doing the Freelanding Library that I talk about almost every week here, because it's an initiative we're proud of, that's something that is a program that could be designed that anyone could do 
and anyone can fulfill it and it could go on after 120 years. You have it in your own basement. People come to find books, Jewish novels and books, take them out and bring it back. Simple concepts, simple ideas, simple execution, simple things to do. You donate things, you give away things because things you give away really are more your own than anything else you quote unquote own in your own life. What really stays with us is what we give away. The money we give away that goes to help other people, to help the poor people, the time, the resources, the clothing or the food, things we do for other people, give to other people. That's a real legacy that you could send forth for yourselves, that you could send forth to others. Being involved in a life of chesed, that's a real thing to send forth in your life. When we think about the word shalach lecha, send for yourself, what are you sending for yourself in this life? What are you sending for yourself, for your family, for those around you in this life? What can you accomplish in this life? What can you do in this life? What can you be involved in that's really something that really partake of and be involved in? Being involved in the Sparks group, also a Torah group, a WhatsApp group, trying to find a video every weekday from a rabbi that we we tailor and we put the message, we call it something, we send it out. That is there, hopefully in the universe, to stand the tests of time. When we find different things, when we speak different things, we're involved in different things, that could stand the test of time. Even being involved in the Luach community group where people can connect to one another to sell things, to give away things, to find jobs, to find rides. These are different things. A good legacy of a chesed type of a WhatsApp group, which was not founded by me, but was brought to my attention a couple of months ago to be involved in. Different things we could be involved in, different things we could partake in. Whatever talent we have, whatever quality we have, whatever ability we have in our lives, what can we send forth for ourselves? The spies had the tragic error of losing out the opportunity of, of finding the land and seeing the good in the land and seeing the good in their lives of those around them. Only two spies were able to see the good, to be done to understand why Hashem did those things, why the giants and why the people were passing away, why the fruit looked almost ginormous, almost mutated in some way, God forbid mutated, but to be big in some aspects, some way, they don't realize what the point of it was. They don't realize what Hashem was doing. We need to send forth for ourselves good messages, good vibes, good ability to use our time. Yes, everyone needs to rest, everyone needs to relax. At the end of the day, I can tell you, I am zonked physically drained at the end of the day. But during the waking hours, during the business hours, during the daytime hours, how could we utilize our time? What do we do with ourselves? Besides for being an OT, being involved in the Luach group, being involved in the Sparks group, being involved in recordings, being involved in thinking about what to talk about on the radio show on Monday nights at 8.30 on the Sheer Enjoyment app on Google or on Apple or to listen on the streamer link or to listen on our phone line. Different things we could do with our time, thinking about how to try to get this craft idea across, how to get this finding characters and items idea across, thinking things what we could do to spend our qualities, spend our abilities, to spend our time and to send forth into the world. What can we do to contribute to the world? What can our legacy be to leave behind us? Um, there are three crowns in this world, the crown of royalty, the crown of priesthood, the crown of kingship and the crown of the the these things in the world these are the crowns of torah and priesthood and royalty but the greatest crown the crown that goes above that is the kesser shame tov the crown of a good name because if you don't have a good name 
You don't have a good reputation. You don't have a good legacy of what you're sending forth for yourself, what you're leaving behind, then nothing else can stand. Everything else will crumble. The Torah will crumble if you don't have the good name, the good legacy, the good derech the good midos, the good reputation attached to yourselves. That will fall through, God forbid. The royalty, you could be king from the royal line of David, but you could be a terrible king, as there were terrible kings in David. David's line, there were terrible kings in, in Yisrael. Obviously, we can't judge them, but as, as explained in the Navi, Hashem was not happy with many kings in their Yisrael and some kings in the Davidic line. If you don't have the Midos, the Ches of the Torah, the Mitzvahs involved, not following the ways of Hashem, you could come from the best royal line in the world, but you could still crumble. You could have kahuna, you could have the priesthood, you could be of the priestly family, but if you don't have the derech eretz, the middos, following the ways of Hashem, leaving behind a good reputation you're sending for, your, for yourself, that also will crumble and fall behind. It will disintegrate. The kesher shem tov is what we work on, we should work on in this world. Sending forth for ourselves good messages, good mitzvahs, good chesed, being involved in good things in the world, utilizing our time, even a few minutes, a few hours every day. What can we do for character development, for character refinement? What can we do to spend our time? And if someone needs to be cooked for, cook for them. We just signed up for four families to sign over the next few weeks to cook for them. It's not easy. It's not cheap. But it is a wonderful mitzvah, a wonderful chesed to be a part of. And each time we do it, it flexes the spiritual muscle of kindness for others, of doing for others. Granted, I can't do all four families in the same day. But Baruch Hashem, Simchas, different families had different kids, families in our town. We know they're friends with us. And even when they're not friends with us, people sometimes have no idea who they are. We cook for them a simple thing the reputation to leave behind for yourself what can you do for others what can you send forth for others positive messages positive vibes positive mitzvahs and chesed to be involved in even if there isn't many things you could do there are always things to do if you're not a cook or a baker i wasn't a cook or a baker till i got married and i took over I cook for those families, I could bake for those families, or I could send clothing to the needy people who need it when they come and they collect it every year. Could send forth to toys or unused items, could send books to people who need it, or farm to people who need it. There are ways to have the legacy behind. The great people, of all the generations behind us, there were so many farms, so many books they wrote, so many articles they wrote, so many shirim they gave, and so many things that they said and they taught us, and so many videos, so much can be done to send forth for yourself. As we think about Shalach Lecha, as the spies were sent forth on the own initiative of the Jewish people. Moshe and the Jewish people were involved in the idea. Hashem didn't tell them to send them, but they decided to send forth the spies, and it had tragic results. In our lives, we want to make sure what we send forth have good results, have positive results, have amazing results to make the world a better place, a brighter place, a more peaceful place, a more beautiful place. If we could send forth good things and use our time for mitzvahs, chesed, and wonderful things, the whole world could be better. The whole world could be brighter. The whole world could be more fantastic in every level. And it starts with small things. It starts with little things. A chesed here. A chesed there. A mitzvah here. A mitzvah there. Do you know that that person would give the shirt off their back? What a wonderful type of a trait to be told to have. That's a great compliment. And I always say... If you say that a person is a very chesedic person, do they deserve that title? Do they earn that title? Do they, do they work in their life to get that title? She is so kind, she's so giving. What is the proof that you know that she is kind and giving? He is such a good, kind, giving person. Yeah, but there's not a single example I've seen. I've known him 22 years. That's something that has to be earned. 
sending forth for yourself, making a legacy, making a life for yourself where you are involved in the chesed, where you are involved in mitzvahs, you are involved in good things, and you literally give the shirt off the back, that can earn a person a title of being a good, kind-hearted, generous person, being involved in chesed and doing for others. That's something that has to be earned. That's something that takes a lot of work, takes a lot of flexing the spiritual muscles. As we think about shalach lecha, send for yourself. Think about what you want your life to be. It all starts now. Even if you're only 20, you're only 10, you're only 15, you're only 30, you're only 35, and you have a whole long life ahead of you, we should be zolchat under 20 years. Every day you can make a legacy. Every day you could send forth for yourself good things and good mitzvahs and chesed to be involved in. Approaching the world with the Don Nekavzchus idea, approaching the idea of the Kesser Chaim Tov, having the good name, the good reputation involved in good things and spot, leaving a legacy of good things behind, whether speaking or writing or being involved in different things or videos, whatever could be your impact on the world, figure out a way to make sure to leave that good legacy behind, to leave wonderful things behind. If we're all able to think how we could send forth for ourselves, shalach lecha, sending ourselves into the world, leaving behind wonderful things, the whole world could be better. The whole world could be more beautiful. The whole world could be more peaceful. There could be more ahavas chesed, which could be the key to bringing the third base of Migdash and to bringing Mashiach speedily in our days. And if we can make our days, days that we send forth beautiful things for ourselves and for our families to make the world a better place day by day, to make the world a better place day by day, maybe we could finally be Zohar to have the third base of Migdash. Maybe we could finally be Zohar that Mashiach comes and maybe we could finally be Zohar that that day in fact is today. May it in fact be so for today. This has been the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of of the week with some practical lessons to keep and I'm your host Tani